Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pitch Please, the podcast where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. My name's Alex. Tom, how are you? <laughs> My name's not Alex Tom. My name's Alex, comma, well, Tom. Well, Alex Tom, I am Tom Alex. I'm doing good. Um, and yeah, we are joined by our regular developers as well. We've got starting with Chris this time. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm game developer and heir to the Principality of Catalonia, Chris Yules. Catalonia? <laughs> yeah, that was a, a suggestion from King of the Mushan. <laughs> Catalonia <laughs> is in Spain. <laughs> no, you are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I'm heir to so many places. Is this like uh, when you get a message that's like, oh, a rich, rich uncle has died and has left you a load of stuff? Do you think that's ever happened? Where someone has just, someone's uncle has died and they're like, oh, by the way, you now rule Catalonia. Yeah, my uncle <laughs> is a- I'm sure uh, that has happened. Yeah. My uncle's a Nigerian prince and he likes to tell me all the time that he's going to send me loads of money. Uh, but oh, you have to send I, him I don't, money I don't trust him. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard rumors. Oh, okay. Uh, we're, we're also joined by James. <laughs> Hello, I'm James. I'm also a game dev and I made Drink Moglet. I'm also here. Oh, hello. <laughs> He's also a Nigerian prince. He's also here. <laughs> Lovely intro. You're also a Nigerian prince. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. Alex Tom, Nigerian prince. Please send us money. So I, I think I said, if you were listening last week, I said we're 90% likely to have guests. Uh, but forget that in, just in case you would like. Well, so, Alex, that is a perfect, now and then that is a perfect sorry. example of the, the you know people's understandings of percentages. Ten yeah. percent can still happen. This is how XCOM. This is why people get frustrated with XCOM. Yeah. Already, already brought it up. Um, you know, when, when it says ninety-eight percent chance to hit, that's two percent that can still happen. And then yeah, yeah, you literally stood right next to them and just be like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll shoot in in the sky." Oh, he knows, apparently, he's, de he's definitely he played it. It's he's so annoying. It oh. Have you finished it yet, James? No, I haven't played it in a while. I've been playing Control instead. Oh, that's, a good oh, okay. game. that's a good game. Which, which I just want to say, has the stupidest jump I've ever seen in a game. I love jumping in games. It's like you've got I to have like a, the jump a good jump. Control. That was but one of my favourite bits. Move around, fine. Stood still. Uh, just, try, just have a look at it. Oh, and well, try her and arms flail up as well. It's, it's kind of weird. She, yeah. she jump, isn't it? She's she jumps, able to she jump off without strings. bending her knees and just elevates like three foot in the air. And I'm like, oh, is it like an instant jump? There's no like lead into the animation or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, Halo jumps. It's like someone needs to <laughs> study the principles of animation there. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not getting into um, that. Not getting into it. <laughs> so we are, okay, we don't, we don't have a guest guest, but we do have another pitch from Tom, right? Is uh, it, what is this? Can kind you... of. This is a pitch from the Tom house. Uh, this is a pitch Tom from household. Tash, who, and I don't want to put a title on it because remember, Alex, when you put a title on your marriage and you made the heinous mistake of calling her your <laughs> wife? And then Chris yeah. immediately jumped Chris, in with my wife. My wife. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> um, so this is Tash. She is, uh, she is 
Milady. Your partner. And, <laughs> your partner <laughs> in she crime. She is Milady. And uh, she has sent in a pitch and it is thorough. It's a big one. It is, uh, yeah. This is three I'm, pages. And I'm looking at I'm, it. It's got footnotes. It's got chapters. It's got it's got a title already, which <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> Um, but it does very, say possible possible names though. Possible names, yeah. I mean, it's a nice, yeah. She's got a very good understanding of how this works, uh, which is great. Uh, however, there is no intro to this pitch, which is odd for me because normally, you know, pitches start with some, you know, you have to appease us in some way. You have to come in and say, "Hey, pitch, please. Love your podcast. You're really handsome. Wow, I love your <laughs> what voice." What would you imagine Tash Tash's intro would be? What would I imagine Tash saying? Uh, yeah. Do, wow, do, do, I, do, her, do, her, do her voice. Do her voice. Do an impression, okay. do an impression of Tash. <laughs> do an impression. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's sitting next to you right now? I must uh, I'd like to clarify, right, clarify that is, for, for she, listeners. She is sat right, sat right next to me, yeah. So I have... Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, Tom. Really big fan of the podcast. Also, you forgot to you forgot to load the dishwasher yesterday, didn't you? Oh. There you go. There's my impression. That is Tash. Sounds just like Tash. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I lean over and say, I'm so sorry. Um, so, so the intro to this pitch actually starts with a too long hmm. didn't read, which I, I like. I like it, but I won't read that yet. So the possible name is The Frozen mm. Files. Uh, Mysterious. Mysterious, right? The game inspiration. What, what, what do you imagine that is from that title? Yeah, what's or The like, Frozen what Files? At least, yeah. Is it a game about cold cases? Like the show uh, Cold Cases? No. I think it's uh, a PI set in the frozen <laughs> Disney Frozen universe. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a game that, called, called okay. Okay. It's a, it's a, yeah. Uh, so the game it's inspirations. Like, it's like, sorry, it's like the game Cold Cases found a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> the Frozen Files game inspirations. La Noir. Phoenix Wright, Criminal Case. I don't... What's Criminal... I, I haven't played Criminal Case. I've got no idea what that is. I don't know. Sherlock that. Holmes, XCOM. Uh, XCOM, guys. That's in there. Nice. Um, and Papers, Please, which is another one we mention all the fucking time. Um, now, the inspiration, I'll read this out because it's very concerning. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about my well-being in the future. So Especially it's inspired, for that impression. It's inspired by the Golden State Killer... Slash original Night Stalker slash East Area Rapist slash Visalia Ransacker right, and down. the investigation that led to his capture. I'm really worried that she put every single name <laughs> for the Golden State Killer, but we'll we'll carry on. <laughs> despite the cases being linked by police, they were unable to identify a suspect, even despite having DNA as he had not as he was not linked to any previous crimes, which would have meant his DNA was in the database. Unbelievable. It was a cold case wow. of 40 years with a shocking amount of victims, but as techniques progressed, they eventually got a 100% familial DNA match. And there is a small one next oh God, to this. There's a footnote. There's a small there's one a next to this, which leads oh, this, to a footnote. This, this is great. <laughs> so it says here, familial DNA, if you're not aware, DNA is compared to possible relatives of the suspect through genealogy sites slash family members that have been arrested and had their DNA taken. A close match may show that the person is a close relative, such as the brother or sister of the offender. <laughs> this is like a legal document. Um, Tash is such a fucking nerd. So 100% familial <laughs> DNA match, which I believe was the first major case solved with this method. That Tash believes. Well, don't cite her on that one. <laughs> there has been, there have been lots of talks regarding whether this could be used for other cold cases, such as the Zodiac Killer. 
Oh, so maybe maybe they'll get him with the same thing. So there you go. It's you know, it, it to to recap, it was a case that for forty years was like. Hundreds of victims, oh, no, I don't know, um, many victims. I don't know as much about the Golden State Thanks Killer as Tash does with all the <laughs> names here, but, you know, loads and loads of kill, uh, loads and loads of victims, and he wasn't caught for so long until they found something because of the progression of technology, right? I think that's the thing okay. we're picking up here. Yeah. Now, game setup. Uh, game starts before DNA, fingerprints, and before profiling. Some cases will be uh, pretty straightforward with a clear suspect you can prove with motivation, means, and opportunity. But some cases will become cold cases that you may have to wait to solve. Um, your job is to solve the cases using a variety of methods. When you have a case that you've exhausted, you can set a, as a cold case. And as time progresses, you may be able to return to the case. For example, if you had DNA sample, but it's only a partial match or such a small sample that it can't be used until tech advances. So, so, so okay. there you go. I, I think, yeah, if it starts before all of these technology advances, maybe there's like a research tree you can get, or, or, or maybe literally just as time passes, you get to 1950 and they're just like, oh, yeah, we just, we fingerprints. We know them now. People have them. Yeah. Um, or 1970 <laughs> oh, is like DNA matches. <laughs> wow. Hey, I got so, one too. <laughs> so, how does this work before, like, how much of this game is, like, how is it going to work before DNA comes into play? Are you, is it just, is it, is it like LA Noir basically? Is that what you're doing or is it, I mean, like, I, imagine, the gameplay? I imagine there's cases where it's literally like you've got, you've got witnesses, right? And, and, and it's such obvious, like open shut cases, uh, where it's just mm -hmm. this guy he's still stabbing him. did it. He, he's still, he, well, I saw him stabbing him <laughs> and he's still doing it. It's like that thing in uh, Rick and Morty it. when it's like quick, quick cases and it's like, it was me, here's the knife. And it's like, oh, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a couple of cases like that. But yeah, maybe there's some cases where you're like, wait, I just do not have the evidence to, to get either this guy or this guy or this guy. So you just mark it as a cold case. It's just, I don't have the information. I, I imagine it's, it's an optional thing, marking it as a cold case as well, where you're just like, Fuck! I am I missing something, or am I missing technology? <laughs> you know, um, Chris. Chris, what, what's up? Hello. Um, so the way I imagined it was when you were asking, is it is it like L.A. Noir? So in, in my head, I think you go down to the crime scene at you know whatever. Let's say 1970s, right? So you yeah. you take all the photos, you use all the tools available to you then, um, and then you can go back and you can then. Like, I don't know if, like the classic, well, that's where you get into your papers, please moment. So you have all your evidence and you can start shuffling bits around. You can link bits up maybe and, and yeah. sort of process information, how you do it. And then I think, you know, you can then, as you said, revisit that later, but then you still only have everything that you collected that day. So I think that's where you need to either be extremely thorough or, you know, if you didn't take enough pictures, well, that's your, your fault because you didn't collect enough mm -hmm. evidence that day. And then... Okay, you shut that one and it's a cold case. And then 10 years progress, you have new tools. So now when you're out collecting evidence, those tools are now available to you. So now you can collect more information, even though it might still be a, a case that you can't solve yet. You still can, oh, here's how, you know, we can now collect DNA using this and <clears throat> different methods. Which right. Are and then as you progress, you have more methods of collecting different uh, information and, and ways of processing that, that, down the line, you can then go back, but you have to make sure that in the first place, you collected everything correctly and enough information to then help you out when you have the new technology down mm -hmm. the line. So it's, it's still up yeah. to you. You, yeah, yeah. you can only uh, solve as much as you can 
as much as you decided to collect and, and discover. Is that what you were thinking, James? Uh, very much so. But I, I feel like you need to be play two different characters. I feel like it's a oh, cop okay. set in the 70s and then and maybe they're even you know the killer halfway through their career or something and then you've got someone set in modern times like 2020 who's got you know a, a new cop or something is going through the cases and then they're that they're, they're just piecing together exactly as chris says the information that they have collected at the crime scene and then they try and solve the case again in modern times so you've got two sort of storylines i think uh, that helps with the with the the time jump situation Mm. um or even if like you're in the you know jumps to like 2010 and like you can you know you could even like question the the detective who exactly if if they were there at the time and then it turns into the whole la noir style interrogation even though they, they wouldn't lie but you know, you could maybe. Oh my god, it's like um, like you can what's that tell TV information show? to help the CSI. It could even True be a detective. bunch of different detective. Uh, cops. Then you you could just yeah. you 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 can just be going through these cold cases because the problem I'm having at the moment is that if you don't mark it as a cold case, what's the game? Well, I think you should uh, just yeah. be able to solve. You, 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 you should you still be able to solve something. Okay, right. what if I? I I will. I will say I haven't read through all of this completely thoroughly. I don't know if this is in here, but it is a bit. This is a bit <coughs> nuts, right? This suggestion that I've got. I doubt it's in here. What if you are you are in a modern day detective or whatever, and when you open this case or when you see this case in the file, you basically jump back to when it was first opened, and you're like, right, I pick up this information, this information, this information. Mm, I think as right. time goes on, maybe. Maybe there's like mishandling of evidence, right? So as time goes on, for some reason you have less evidence as time goes on because stuff's gone missing, or, it just or maybe deteriorates naturally. For, yeah, right. or maybe this evidence they picked up has deteriorated over time, or something like that. So at certain time periods, you've got more technology, but the evidence is weaker in a sense because it's mm. either vanished or, or, or I don't know, it's just not good enough anymore. Like a pair There was a fire jeans, in the precinct and yeah, like this a pair bag of, of jeans or a missing. jacket or something. You know, it had blood on it at the time, but as time has gone on, like it's been handed around so much, the evidence is so like mismanaged that it's just mm. like we can't get anything out of this anymore because it's like 50 years old. That sounds to me more like kind of like where, where you almost take, you have to take into account like the quality of the, you know, the precinct or whatever. Like, does that then become like a management thing? Like in terms of something that you have to invest points into that's like, you know, make sure that the that the precinct is is not full of like useless people who can't, who are fucking up the evidence all the time. Or is that like, does that then just become too too confusing uh, it becomes like an office simulator right <laughs> yeah. i think i think with the stuff like that it becomes too rng and you're like well what's the point of me gathering this when half is going to go fucking missing in the first place it's just going to get lost in i will say is, yeah. is that if you look at game like la noir and then compare it to a modern day tv show la noir he sees the murder weapon he just fucking picks it up like bare yeah. hand he's like uh, 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 and he's like well <laughs> you've automatically sort of tamper well, accidentally tampered with, with the evidence already so i think mm. like that 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 is where it should change it's not with the i think everything should remain as it as it is because even back then they did try and keep evidence i mean not well but they did try and keep evidence to, yep. you know to be preserved but mm. i think obviously your i think it would actually be harder back then and which is the point right 
So yeah. you you're in 2010. You get loads of fingerprints, and there's like 20 sets of fingerprints on this. And now you have to compare them against half of the like LAPD, and you're like, well, that strikes him off. That's stri- mm. unless one of them is the murderer, uh, <gasps> and that strikes yeah. him off. And then you 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 know you might get a partial print, and you're like, okay, that matches these three, but two of them are policemen, so I can I can theoretically strike them off. And I think it's the it's the practices that should change the difficulty rather than oh 20 years later there was a fire and you lost this evidence mm. uh, like stuff does degrade over time like the blood stains would be, be less prominent but they're still there it's yeah. just because it's yeah. f- faded and obviously how you store things does matter as well, do you do think yeah uh, has yeah. everybody see, here seen Mindhunter it's on Netflix yes, yes. yeah yeah um, I think uh, just I'm for sure. anybody who hasn't watched it it's set uh, I guess in the in the fifties, um, I think the, it's seventies, isn't or it? Or is it the seventies? Maybe it's not that far yeah. back. Old, maybe it's the sixties. Ages ago, ages <laughs> and ago, like at, the, at the dawning <laughs> of psychological practices in, in the FBI, the where they try age. and profile serial killers. Yeah, but they the all origin go and they, of the phrase "serial killer." Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. they go and uh, interview um, all of these uh, serial killers. So. I love the idea that you're going to have tapes, tapes as well. You're yeah, that'd have, be great. So, you know, in terms of evidence degrading, you know, you, you've got the classic redacted report. You've got um, yeah. a tape which could, you know, either maintain its integrity or get a bit scrambled and you've got to kind of like rewind and re-listen to bits. Uh, you've probably got some dodgy videotape as well. And then on top of that, you've got the standard fingerprints, blood samples, uh, written reports and things. Do so they, there, there are mini games here that that have been included. I don't know if you can. Do you want to you see that? I just want to say, did the, the FBI the redact evidence? information from official police stuff? If they're giving it to detectives, wouldn't that mean they're missing out half the information? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think you know. know. It depends if only what that kind wasn't the real killer. world. Um, <laughs> I game mean, logic, I, I, Chris, maybe even like certain threads that you go down, you're just getting like stonewalled by a particular like. You know, you're trying to investigate this company and they're like, oh, you can't come in here without a warrant. And you're like, well, fuck, I it's going to take me like weeks, months to get this thing. So you're like, well, mm. I, I can't progress down this path. As time progresses, more paths right. open up, not even just technolo- technological paths. Like maybe a particular witness doesn't want to talk. And you're like, well, fuck, I, I need this. She is the witness. I need her to talk. Yeah. And maybe like years later down the line, they then come out and start saying a load of shit. And it's like, oh, great. I'm, this case is now opened up because this witness has started speaking or or this this company, I can now get access to it or whatever. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll progress. I'll, I'll carry on through the pitch just so we get more ideas of, of the idea. Uh, so <laughs> we're, we're on to the game chapter now, which is a pretty good one. Um, mm-hmm. So it says here, an XCOM-style map with cases popping up as time progresses. Uh, I imagine... Less XCOM and more Nightcall for me, where you know the the customers pop up over time and their little story yeah. elements. But yeah, uh, in yeah. some cases you may get a few cases in a proximity to one another. Sometime uh, they will be separate, unconnected cases, but maybe some you'll notice similarities, and you may have a serial killer. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, he eats the fingers. He just oh, eats and then you can fingers. get the, the red string on the walls yeah. and just connect everything up. Yeah, you can open it up and then start 
putting together like an MO. Uh, as you select each case, you're presented with a case file. There will be a few highlighted parts that are significant uh, to the case, so you don't have to read it all, but this will be the basic information. However, uh, you are rewarded if you do read more in depth, as you may find additional information that may change how you view the case, uh, such as details regarding okay. staging. Now, staging, let me just go to this footnote real quick. Yeah, is the act, it's the act of changing a crime scene to mislead, removing an item, making a murder look like a suicide, etc. Okay, so staging, yeah. Uh, so regarding staging or details that may identify a weapon or hint at the killer's profile, you could also include crime scene photos showing the layout of the scene and evidence found. How graphic uh, crime scene photos are could be adjusted in the settings. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. Nice consideration. Yeah. Accessibility options in mm. a pitch. I mean, Holy I'm crap. putting that, I'm putting that all the way, like I'm putting the censoring all the way off. What would it all be? All the way off. I want to see everything. Confetti yeah. or something like sp spewing ah. over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe it's like the crime scene photos on like the lowest setting on zero censoring. You see the body and there's blood everywhere and all of this, but on the highest setting, it's like a chalk outline. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't so, you take the photos? <laughs> I, I just mean, like, in terms like, of if you, if you don't want to see we're... bodies and gore and shit like that. Oh, okay. But you okay. kind of need this, to. This, go, this goes on to the question where, where, like, how are we actually imagining this game? Because I feel like in my head, it's not, it, and it probably shouldn't be anything like, <clears throat> excuse me, anything like L.A. Noir, like the third person wandering around. Because I feel like there's way too much detail in all the different point and click like ways that you can yeah point and click and I think you know, like a you're salmon not, you're the detective style. you're not the person taking the photos are you yeah you're you there. are you go back right i think you should be the you should be the person taking the photos i think the more evidence you gather the stronger your case will be down the line and i think you should have restrictions on that is that the camera can only hold so much film like you, therefore you are limited by the photos you take so you it's not like i'm going to take as many as i can to get maximum coverages i need to be precise with the photos i'm going to take because 20 years down the line when i'm playing this again um that <laughs> sorry quote marks in the air there um i i i know that I don't have a chance to come back. So I need to make sure that any evidence I find, I, I document it properly there and then. Maybe you can do that. Uh, and I think I, I, that's why you should do yeah. it because you can only give yourself as much information as you get. And I think if you go, oh, like this game is too that, hard, yeah. then mm -hmm. the game is too hard. If, if they go, okay, this one, we've only got five pictures because that's all they took. Well, then you're obviously well, you, limited you by that. You can mess yourself over as well. Yeah, like, I think... Like looking at a cold case from 20 yeah. years later and there's just like... You haven't actually taken a like the photograph. You had your hand up. You had your finger over the fucking lens. Or something. Well, no, it could be like oh, you were <laughs> very fixated like, on, on one thing, so you took a lot of photos of it. Turns out, yeah. you know, that hammer covered in blood was a completely different reason, and that's just you know, <laughs> it got covered in blood. Like, but that's not the murder weapon. The murder weapon was you know a dagger made of ice, so it melted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. James, what are you Do, do we you see thinking? this playing out as in you're in the past, you do you take all your pictures and then you jump immediately to the future and then you solve case or are we going to end up do you do everything in the past and then you have like act 2 of the game where you then go back and revisit those cases that you might have forgotten about I think so you go I think, I think that's the that's the original idea, right? I think that's right. that's the plan is that you you play it in a story fashion where you 1970s you're at this desk there's a fucking glass of whiskey and a cigar and an ashtray and you're looking at these <laughs> cases and you read through everything and you 
you know, you mark some off as complete, you gut the guy, you mark some off as a cold case. And then once like that, all the cases dry up or you've, you're done, you then just say, right, progress to 1980s and there's human league okay, playing. You can't go and, back. <laughs> Uh, right, okay. Maybe you can go. I, I I think it's it's a story progression thing where maybe you can't go back. I think you can chapter select in the fucking main menu, but like, um, yeah, you progress with what you've solved or what you think you've solved, and the cold cases as you go forward, and then when you get to nineteen eighties, you've got twenty other cases plus all the old ca- cold cases, the frozen files. Sorry, um, <laughs> and then when you get to nineties, you've got twenty cases and like. 13 cold cases are still not solved. Mm. And it's like, just as time progresses, you then open up the new cases, close the regular cases as they come and do it that way. Or or it could be done in a way where, yeah, you're a 2020 detective and you open the case and then it's like flashback to the guy picking up all the evidence. Yeah. Flashback to when they tried to solve yeah. it in 1970. Flashback to 1980, 1990 as time progresses and you then see that progression as time goes on I'm struggling on a case-by-case basis. I'm struggling to decide which one I like better. They both sound good. They both kind of work, Chris, right? Because I, I think I, <laughs> what I like about the story progression version, the time progression version, is is yeah. getting to maybe a case stays cold for like, yeah, 40 years, like the Golden State. And, and then you open it up and you're like, fuck, I haven't looked at this case in ages. Uh, and you open it up and like, oh, fuck, I remember that one from like three hours ago when I played it. Mm, yeah. Mm. And you're like, oh, shit, okay, I've got all this stuff now. I can look at this thing, this thing, this thing. And maybe because it's been three hours, you've forgotten stuff about this case, right? <laughs> and 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 I think that could be a really cool way of doing it. Um, I don't know. Chris. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Welcome to my monologue time. Um, so I think that <laughs> the first idea was, was, was better. Like, because uh, I think it sticks to the original idea of, you know, use it. You can go back, and then you have the cases from previous. And then, if you have the right tools at that time, have evolved to, you know, fit the the needs that you you had, then you can solve it earlier mm-hmm. than you might mm-hmm. have solved it. You know, before. So you're like, okay, ninety seventy. I've got two cases left over. Oh, well, this this case that I've got now is actually similar to the case I had back then. I'm going to review yeah. those those files as well, even though I closed it. Which is a closed yeah. case. Yeah, that's that was something I was going to say. I love the idea that technology you have copycats as well. Also, technology reveals that a closed case from years ago couldn't have been that guy that you arrested. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that right, happens. Yeah. They've they've convicted people on less, <laughs> like yeah. than like than they should. Um, but then, like, so you like okay, nineteen sixties, I saw a case, and then in like nineteen, I think it's like nineteen eighties. Oh well, actually, you know. We couldn't. That couldn't have been that guy because they. I don't know. Fucking. What, what was in nineteen eighties? Mm. Uh, I'm trying to remember CSI shit. <laughs> yeah. Gunshot residue. I think. I think gunshot residue used as evidence was until like nineteen eighties. So okay. Then that's where they it's look a, at it's a when you shoot a gun. Particles now. come back onto your hand, and you can tell when someone's fired. Oh, a thanks gun. for the thanks for the footnote. No, okay, that's fine. That's the little three in brackets. Um, oh, perfect. <laughs> and then. But like, but that's that's a technology that we nowadays is very useful, but didn't happen until twenty years after the original case that we wanted to use it on. People were still yeah. being shot back then, um, you know. But we just had less evidence, and I think that that is is a good way of doing it because you can revisit things that you were hundred percent sure you got right. Yes, but, yeah. But mm, yeah. just the evolution of you know dna sequencing now means that you can actually let that guy out of prison who was wrongly convicted and then you notice that this one is actually 
you know, the MO is the same and, oh, actually it's the same guy and he's been, you know, just dormant for 10 years. Yeah. I think that makes it much more interesting. Frustrating if, for example, like on the other side of it, if you, if you, if you get to a point like in the past, in the fifties or the sixties or whatever, where you're like, I don't know what this, I can't figure out how to solve this case. This is going to have to be a cold case. I'm going to close it. And you don't know whether that's going to be something that will come back in the future that you will be able to solve later on, or if actually you've just not been able to solve it. But that's just, yeah, that's just to- like the police. I mean, that's what happens. I don't think, I guess. <laughs> but then but if, it, like, if you solve it 20 like years later, it's still going to be satisfying. If you don't <clears> solve it, you're going to be like, well, where, well, what point did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? And you can, you could go back yeah. and revisit it and review the information again and be like, okay, well, he was the guy, but he died in 1980, so I can't arrest him. But I've, I've, I at least have a result. You can solve it, yeah, but maybe there's a reward for catching it early. So, you know, everything's solvable in a way, p- potentially, but then there's like, I don't know, if we were going to totally gamify it, it's like you get extra cop points for yeah, there is solving a it in 1980 because you're able to make the arrest as opposed yeah. to 1990 where you the guy- buy liveries for your car. Okay. Right, yeah. I, th- I think extra, extra cop mugs. <laughs> yeah. We'll go for cool aviators that you can take off. Every time you we'll finish continue. a case, there's a pose. We'll continue with the pitch yeah. because I think we're now we're now edging onto stuff that is in here. Um but firstly, okay. I did want to say that I do kind of agree with what you said, Alex. I think there is a worrying amount of Phoenix Wright was an inspiration for this game. However, one of my biggest problems with Phoenix Wright is when someone says yeah. a line, because you do the cross-examination thing, and then you have to mm-hmm. find a piece of evidence to contradict that that line or whatever, it can mm. get to a point if you're stuck where you're just like, well, I'll just throw this at them. It didn't work, I'll throw this at them. It didn't work, I'll throw this at them. And it could get to a point where you've got 10 pieces of, e- of evidence. So you're like, oh, I'll put that in the fingerprint thing. It didn't work. I'll put that in the blood analyzer. It didn't work. Um, no, it's like the point and click thing where you're trying to combine different you items just combine in your inventory everything with everything. So uh, yeah. th- there is a level where it could fall into that before you're just like, well, I can't figure it out. It must be a cold case. This is this case has been written yeah. to be a cold case. And I feel like that could be frustrating in a way. But I'll carry on with the pitch anyway. I'm sure it clears it up. I'm sure it does. I have I have full confidence. <laughs> uh, so the physical evidence, this is mini-games. You could review the evidence. So this is how you would play the actual you know, evidence analyzing thing. If you have prints, you could have a selection of possible suspects slash comparisons to match up. Footprints of possible shoes of suspects, latent prints. There isn't a footnote for latent prints. Yeah, going to ask that. Oh, for fuck. Ruined. Latent prints. What's the point? What's the Uh, point? Don't start doing that. If you're not going to finish it, Tash, I'm going to have words. I'm going to have words. Latent prints. I mean, I looked over at her and she was pointing her hand. It's it's formed oh, when the body's Late. natural oils and sweat on the skin are deposited onto another surface. Okay, Ooh. sure. Okay. Um, what you could have blood spatter analysis, uh, analysis, sorry, or tests to cre- uh, recreate the wounds to see if you can identify the weapon and how the crime is played out. So maybe you've got like a, you know, dead a, pig. A, a dead pig or a melon or like a. Well, they use dead pig because dead pig's flesh uh, resembles humans a lot. So you, oh, get, yeah. you can get the same cuts. That's why they tattoo. You can also tattoo pigs the same way. So you practice. So maybe Tom, yeah. I used to watch a lot sure of CSI yeah, to the point I where tell. I wanted to be a forensic scientist. A lot of pigs. My mum yeah. bought me a uh, fingerprint dusting I love kit, bacon. which got recalled Sorry, because it was full of carcinogens. Um, oh. So <laughs> yeah, I okay, that's that's was weird. Lifting prints from a young age. Tash told me stories about how she used to kill animals in the forest. 
and um, <laughs> and that's how she got this inspiration for the game. I don't think it's a worry. Yeah, I don't think it's a worry. Sense. I don't think I'm not I used worried. to murder no, no, people and stare at how their blood splattered across the wall and go. Oh, that's a good way of doing oh, it. Good way. So you were murdered like that. Even though I just did it. <laughs> um, so further from there, uh, DNA profiles contain markers you could compare and match. Familial DNA, we're going back to that. You could start by going through the crime database for partial matches and genealogy sites for, for similar DNA profiles. There was a lot of words there, holy shit. Uh, and other types of DNA, maybe you can uh, find transfer DNA, threads from a specific fabric or seeds from a particular plant only native to specific wow. areas. Or maybe, yeah, I guess you can have like dirt from particular areas or sand yeah, you'd, or whatever. you'd find like dirt um, stuck into someone's shoe that didn't belong there because yeah. like outside their house it's not like clay heavy and oh, this one's yeah. got a lot of clay in it and they're like oh, oh. there's a there's a lot of igneous rock here that, that doesn't yeah. make sense they, he was killed in a metamorphic area um and you can there's a lot of blood on this man's compare, shoe yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> autopsy reports you could either uh, do a basic autopsy report or you could visit the morgue and the mortician could talk you through the things they found with the body yeah that fair enough good. I guess you could also just compress that down to a uh, an autopsy literally just a paper autopsy report that you've got in front of you in the case right uh, let's perform it, it in like, VR yeah. perform, let's you have perform to an autopsy it's got yeah. some surgeon sim elements in there cool yeah. um, you can only stick one hand out and you have to just <laughs> you know yeah. autop autops a man is that how you try the <laughs> Autopsy. Yeah. Hey, autopsy. get autopsed. Um, <laughs> profiling. You can start profiling by identifying cases, uh, identifying evidence slash case files to identify certain parts of the MO that suggest his behaviors are, belong to a particular profile, disorganized mm -hmm. slash methodical. Uh, I was thinking maybe you could select a few options and it would connect like the Sherlock Holmes mind palace to create a part of the profile. So this is something from the Sherlock Holmes games, which I have mentioned before. That is very cool. Uh, it's mm. kind of like that node based thing where you pick up a piece of evidence, yes. it goes into a node. It's like, you know, the, the, the victim was very poor and that comes up in the thing. And then there's like, this person hates poor people. And, you, and then you connect it together. And it's like, oh, maybe that's a motive. He hates um, poor people and loves killing. Exactly. <laughs> Boy, howdy. I do love murdering. Uh, interviews. Okay. Here's, here's probably a big changing one here because- it's uh, good stuff. Yeah, so it would be good to have the kind of L.A. Noir kind of interviews once you've narrowed down a possible suspect where you could try to catch them in a lie and present them with the evidence in a Phoenix Wright kind of way. Uh, I think as well you could earn additional bonus points um, if you cater your interview towards the trial. Okay, for example, if the suspect is claiming they were not sound of mind or blacked it out, you could ask questions that may cause them to slip up in their defense. Holy shit. Mm. For example, if they're leading oh you God. to believe they may be going for an insanity defense, and there is a footnote there, however, I think we know what an insanity defense uh, yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> if you can show they understand that what they did was wrong, or if they claim it was a spur of the moment, but you can get them to admit that they had thought about committing the crime ahead of time, you'll be rewarded for solidifying the case. Oh my God. Jesus. Holy okay. shit. So is this... Is this more like Phoenix writing now? I haven't played Phoenix writing, so I don't know how how in depth that game goes. It, I mean, not, it's not very. I don't think it's it's very. It's like high fantasy of the lawyer world, Phoenix. Right? It's um, 
you know, it's it's people jumping up on the okay. podium and saying like, <laughs> you know, that when you when you catch them out in a lie, they like their eyes bulge out of their head and they start tearing their head hair out. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, ah. it's awesome. It's great. Nani. Like Phoenix Wright is an amazing game, but however, it's not very it's not realistic like at all. I mean, they basically do the same thing in LA Noir <laughs> with True. those facial animations. A lot of this stuff to me is sounding like, and not in a bad way, but it sounds like desk work, like office work. Do you know what I mean? So. Like I feel mm. like it, so much of this game could take place in front of a desk or in your office where you're wandering around, you're putting together evidence and you've got your little, you know, you're connecting the dots on the board or whatever. Mm. You're using your computer to search for things, reviewing evidence, trying to find, like looking at scans of boot prints or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then maybe, uh, but then also you've, there's a, to, in order to go to get to, um, like we were talking about taking photographs of crime scenes and things before, there is there is a note about having a partner, right? Yes, yeah. So this is the final thing. Well, not the final thing. There's more beyond this. I don't know why I said final. Uh, so you you <laughs> have a partner that you can send out to get witness statements or to bring in suspects, collect CCTV, or check alibis. The more menial mm-hmm. tasks that might not make good gameplay, as it might be more tedious. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you can just maybe. You know, there's only a certain amount of times you can send him out or maybe like you can only send him out once per case. And it's like, right, I need you to get this thing. Um, yeah. And you're, you know, hoping or, or, or whatever. Well, there, there could be like time sensitive decisions as well, right? If you want to go yeah. and interview, if you want to get this one person to come in, then then it then suspect two has already fled by the time you interview this suspect A or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you go, Chris, before I say this, because I think, I think this, this if you're sending people out, to get some information for you, you should only get back, like, uh, you get back a voice recording and you have to listen to it. Because I think that's, that's the thing is yeah. that, the, the, the thing about L.A. Noir, I think even if you were doing it in an L.A. Noir style, if you want to re-listen to that interview, you can't redo it. You just listen to the mm. tape. I mean, you could you could pull someone back in for more information <clears throat> if I think you had cause to do so, but they could just refuse to not do it. Mm. And then you have to go down different routes uh, like like legally uh, to get like warrants and you know subpoena them for information that you need, but I think that's part of being a detective is those mm. menial tasks, which only makes the final result more satisfying. And I know it's trying to be trying to be gamey, but I mean a lot of detective work is desk work. You can only yeah. gather so much information yeah. before you have to start piecing it together. But I don't think those yeah. things, the gathering of things, are menial because you could do something. You might want to do something a certain way, uh, like in LMR, you have three different. You have different approaches where you could play aggressive. You can, you know, try and bluff them, try and catch them out. But if you send someone off to do that, you're not going to get those, or send like a, a character off and not do it yourself. You're not going to get those chances to to do that. You could go on in your intuition. Based off something that you've you've already known, yeah. How would you deal with this, James? Well, um, uh, well, before dealing with it, I before I forget about this, and we move too far on from it. We we're doing things like doing blood splatter analysis, autopsies, things like that. Should uh-huh. there actually be a limit on how much you can do? Because we were talking earlier about how you could just put everything into the. Oh, I put every fingerprint in, and did that work? No. Did that work? No. Did that work? No. Do you actually need to have some more of a limitation? Like you've got a time limit or a budget. If, it, if we're thinking about desk work, you know, we, you can't just be like, I need to get every, I want this whole crime scene mopped and yeah, catalogued. Yeah. Right, It'll yeah. cost $100,000, but 
all they've done is steal a handbag. I don't know. There's, I think there's going to be a something, some sort of limitation to stop you being able to just do everything and then just definitely get the answer. If it's just a case of, I'll just try it all until it works. You're spending be, some kind of finite resource, whether it's like the, staff, maybe. The staff time. Talking. It's like, oh, you've got two weeks on this case. So you've got to think, okay, what can I get done? What do I think I need for this case? Do I need a big autopsy or do I only need... The, the, the big autopsy takes three days and that eats into my into my allocated time that I've got to solve the case. And then if you don't solve it, obviously it then becomes a cold case, but then it becomes harder down the line because you didn't collect all the evidence that you might need. Yeah. Uh, Chris. I, I, I agree with confused. some of that in terms of like giving yourself a finite amount of resources, but I don't think you should base them on time or cost because th- th- it's the police. They want to solve crimes. No, like if you're, someone's being murdered, they're going to use resources that they have no matter the time or cost because that's their job, right? I know. It, well, no, you know. I, I don't know. They, they don't have like that. They, like <laughs> sometimes they just don't have those resources, right? However, that is well, a, a thing. Arguably, yeah, but cold cases will have is, less of a budget. So, like if you try yeah, and revisit yeah. a case, there's less you can do with it with your advance in but technology. What saying is it's like yeah. in terms of like the whole blood splatter stuff it's just have like blood splatter can be categorized basically into large categories of like you can see if they've got you know if it's someone slashing you get a huge like slash motion across the wall and it's high velocity splatter so what i'm saying is that you could have oh here's a photo of a high velocity here's a photo of a widespread here's a photo of like a an axe here's a photo of what blood that looks in self-defense and you can yeah. you can compare them rather than going i want to recreate this somehow it's just give people the tools that they need uh but with a finite amount like you have five samples of blood splatter that one of those can match partially to what yours looks like so you can figure out that okay mm-hmm. this wasn't inst- this wasn't a self defense blood splatter this person was attacked from behind or you know slashed and you could like okay that gives me a different motive or intent so it can't have been that person because they don't have that you know <clears throat> whatever i think <clears throat> yeah i think it's a different it's a weird balance of time and costs, I don't know if they factor into it. I don't think they should. I don't think they should factor mm-hmm. in. I think you should put the limit on the resources we give the player as or, or is it- we've had these experiments for you. Here are the yeah. results of that. Compare. So it's just to- it's totally scripted. It's just this is the evidence that's available for you. No, I f- I feel like not the e- the evidence you still collect yourself. If you miss the blood splatter and don't take a picture of it, well then you can't use the blood splatter resources that the police can give you. Mm. Like, but if you did, you'd be like, "Oh, okay. This this has a really high angle of of spray. And if I look at this high angle of spray, this is labelled as you know slashing weapon. So I know that the murder weapon was a blade, but we found a bloody axe at the scene. So that doesn't work out. Like, I think that is how you do it. Where mm. the information you present to the player to compare with is is has been performed by the police already. So you don't have to, you know, like you said, request well, I, it or, I, or do it yourself. I almost feel like could you get because like as as the, the detective right you're kind of like the I, well i assume this is how it works but you're basically like the director of an investigation right so you're the one who mm-hmm. cut who is like let's get blood splatter down here let's get these people to look at this and and then if if the evidence is just given to you like james says if you, if you just get it rather than necessarily collecting it, if, if you're directing someone to go and get the blood splatter so you're making those choices you can and you can't just throw everything at it 
uh, and, and then you get you get the results back and you just have to piece together from what from what information you have yeah like, I, I think who, who that's the thing I, I think i prefer this game not in a because i will say this pitch is quite ambitious uh where there is <laughs> you know this this calling people out on an insanity defense kind of witness statements thing which is i don't i don't know how that would necessarily be done in a game way uh, i <laughs> think it's like a different game almost yeah I, I almost like it where the entire game is is the case file where you open this page up and you're like oh this was the interview they performed and then you can select yeah. certain statements from there maybe cross at reference them with other things in the crime scene maybe they say oh i was here at night time there's a broken clock that was used to kill him. That says 8 a.m. That doesn't sound right. Um, <laughs> How do we know the time of the murder? Well, the clock he was used to bludgeon with, it stopped at half six, so we're going to assume it was about half six. Classic. Chris, that is the, yeah, the first the, case in Phoenix Wright. Oh. <laughs> right. the, the, the more we talk about this, the more it makes me think a little bit of um, Return of the Oprah Din. You know, the idea of like, you're just kind of looking through these snapshots of time and yeah, trying I mean, to figure out there, there is a who part was of where me. and what happened. I, I almost like the idea that the first time you open the pitch, the screen goes black. You can hear like the dispatch call, right? Yeah. And, and then like there's flashing lights and then there's snapshot of like this photo taken at the scene, this photo taken at the scene. And, and almost like this cinematic where the case file is building up in front of you. Mm. And... And and with like maybe some some interview segments in there, maybe some like suspect arrests in there, and and that's when like throughout this like opening cinematic, you get a, such a strong idea of what the case is, just from you know all the things flashing on screen, all the sounds you can hear, and then you just are presented with the case file, and that's when you just sift through all of this stuff, like photos that have been picked up the moment they got to the scene. The script from the um, from the interviews, you know, all the suspects, their blood types, the pictures of the blood spatter, the picture of the weapon, mm. and uh, the the autopsy report, and you just literally yeah. look at that and you say like, th like maybe there's a piece of the case that says murder weapon axe. You see a picture and it's like, well, but the spray that doesn't line up with the picture of the, you know, the spray from the blood spatter analyst. That doesn't work. So mm. that, yeah. that's a contradiction right there. And that immediately then raises that from the murder weapon. It's like, well, it can't have been. Um, and it then becomes very papers, please, where you're literally clicking two points and saying, that doesn't match. This doesn't match. This does match. And mm. then it's just played as a case file. Maybe, maybe the entire game is you looking at old case files and it does kind of shit away this time progression thing. <laughs> but maybe you just open a cold case and and you're just looking at this case throughout the entire period of time that it's existed. Mm. That, I feel I, like Chris I, and James both have very different James ideas of what's... First. Uh, uh, I was going to say, I really like... You mentioned earlier, Alex, that it, you are just in the office. You're in your room, you know, your, your stuffy little FBI or cop room and you are just opening the box and putting stuff out and finding it. In a romanticised idea, I feel like that would be... That sounds really cool, but I don't know whether it would be visually interesting enough or fun. I feel like it, we need to have these breakaway elements to give the game some like oomph, be it an interview, be it um, people come to your office and say, oh, we've just had this back in and you have some sort of interaction. You know, we I feel like you need other people or other 
other things happening other than just connecting nodes and things together while while it sounds fun i i don't know i feel like people might struggle with it i feel like we, uh, we, I, I, you I, need I, you need that so i feel like there needs to be something more uh to it like i say an interview or how can you cast doubt bring in the la yeah. noir thing back into it well, I mean, there's got to be I, some you know you maybe you make a connection to the murder weapon and then you've got to go yeah, that that isn't right. Or this clearly isn't the murder weapon. So now we've got to go down to the evidence room and go sift through like a bunch of, uh, look at some physical objects and inspect them and things like that to say, yeah, that's that's actually what it is. Oh, this has been tampered with. I can see that. That it. I don't think it can all happen in the room, and that be it. I think I you've got think to be able to get. I don't think there's any reason why you can't have. You know, if you want some breakaway evidence, yeah, you you watch the interview on the TV or on the computer or whatever. Uh, yeah. Maybe you you just say, okay, call this evidence in, and it just appears on the table. And you're like, okay, but cool. But I feel Here like you've got to you've got to participate in it. I don't know whether it's satisfying enough with it all just being given to you, which is what we were talking about initially. Is that you're there taking the pictures of the crime scene, and then that informs uh, what you do in the future. Now I could argue that you could get away with not having that initial taking the pictures and everything and it all just happens in the present but then i feel like there needs to be something outside you, you, you need to participate be it in an interview or be it in, um, in the interviews could actually potentially be enough with dialogue choices that could be the and, thing you choose well b before we go too far down this path chris what what are you thinking well just like a detective solves a crime. Chris Yules has solved this. Right. <laughs> Shit. Now, when Tom was talking about, uh, like, you know, collecting all these nodes and you're getting all the information, it sounded a lot like a collection of mini games. And then there yeah, was a okay. very famous collection of mini games called WarioWare. So what we've done is we've made CSI <laughs> WarioWare. So I came up with the Mario Bros. Detective Agency. Luigi is your partner. Mario is the main detective. So it's like Dr. Mario crimes Mario in the Mushroom PI. Kingdom. He's been a plumber. He's been a footballer. He's been a doctor. Now he's right. time to be a detective. This is Mario Bros. Detective Agency. Luigi is your partner. And you use WarioWare-style mini games to solve crime well like scan for print like dust for fingerprints and you just it's a ds game now dust for fingerprints <laughs> and Wait, i've like, got yeah. it i've got it no 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 Look, i think this is perfect. detective pikachu meets uh pokemon snap and it's all on rails oh shit and you yeah. just there we go you're going yes. through a carousel and it's yeah. <laughs> just a series of this, crime this scenes it was the machamp that did it Mm. Yes, <laughs> Mario. Look at this picture that the suspect had sexual intercourse with the victim's seven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but we we do cute crimes, Dead Alex. Everywhere, it's like Dead toads, toads, everywhere. toads' apple pie was stolen, and you're like, ah, I'm going to solve it, and it's like Bowser just neat, like face deep in apple pie. And you're like, I feel like after all. No, I want it to be grotesque. It's not going to be like, oh, <laughs> Daisy was left naked in a puddle while she was murdered. <laughs> Figure out what happened. <laughs> oh, what what's that? Okay. Uh, hmm. Like, I mean, oh like uh, you know. Okay. Oh my god. I, I, I really feel like the way that we've, we've been going with, with it. Is, <laughs> we banged Bowser Junior, coked up in an alleyway, <laughs> knife in his yeah. back, with a message from his dad saying, of like, "Get a job or get out." <laughs> Any game, any game where you're going to go outside and visit these crime scenes, I think, is going to be. There are so many detective games that do that. I think, like what mm. Tom was saying about it being 
like even just yeah you, you you open the case file and then screen goes black you get the lights you hear like the, the you know the phone calls or like the, you know what was going on in that night mm. that is such a, a different approach to it that no games really i mean like that's what i was saying about oprah dinner i think because I, there's no game that is like oprah dinner there's no game that approaches that's the like, thing detective you, you don't have any agency really in in oprah din you, you just see the world around you and make a decision on it like mm. what yeah. happened here same as i guess in a sense papers please like yeah you've got a little bit more control over what happens to the person you know approve deny maybe you arrest them or whatever but ultimately the game is are these things matching no then i you're not approved do these things match yes you are approved like it it work it does work um and i think it works great even though you don't have any agency to say you know how the the interview goes or how the photos were taken or the evidence that was collected i think spotting the things that weren't spotted in the case is mm. that satisfying moment like or if you look at a case mm. for for an hour and a half and you're like i cannot see it and then suddenly you see that one line in the uh interview script and you're like wait you said they were there but by my but time records <laughs> it says that they they absolutely were there for this amount of time you're like fuck how did i not see that you link the two and suddenly it just the case fucking blows up from this one line in the interview so it could there be a way that we could, you know, like one of the best things about, have, have you guys played um, Return of the Oberdin? Mm-hmm. Not yet. It's on the list. Do you know, <laughs> so <laughs> um, it, that should be definitely up top because it's fantastic. It's one Get of, the, of the best most unique games. <laughs> um, basically, Oberdin is you play, I think it's like an insurance claims adjuster, but essentially a detective who um, you go to the port uh, of a, there's a ship that's, that's um, come back after being after having disappeared for a while and all the crew are either disappeared or dead. the ship is called the Oberdin. Oh yeah, correct. Um, that's <laughs> it the has first, returned. That's the first piece. Spoilers. <laughs> you souls. failed, yeah, you failed um, the, uh, the first hurdle there, Alex. And, I'm on the um, wrong boat. And <laughs> oh, it all makes sense now. <laughs> the whole game takes place of you wandering around, you're wandering around the ship and the, the, the mechanic that they have is you have a little pocket watch and if you hold it up to a body or an item or something, then it will it will put you back in time uh, the when the screen goes died. black. Yeah, yeah. You'll hear like a bit of shuffling and someone shout and be like, no, don't touch that. And then there'll be a bang. Why are and you then, running towards the, me with a knife? And then you see a man yeah. with a knife in him in like a paused frame. Uh, yeah, exactly. And and you're going through Daisy? these snapshots of time that you can wander around and look at things. And the whole idea is to figure out who was on the, like um, which people on the boat, what, what happened to them, basically. Who, mm. who they were and what happened to them, what their fates were. And every time, and the, the way that it, what like what works so so well about it is that it 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 puts it in clumps of threes and whenever you get three people uh, when you when you get their names and their fates correct it the game tells you because yeah. otherwise you would just be fucking lost yeah uh, and and that is a bit of a gamey way of like yes yeah, saying that okay yeah you've done it correct but it feels so good that when you when you get that so is there a way that that could work for this that maybe so, so that you're not always feeling like, oh, fuck, is it a cold case or what do I, you know, am I just totally lost? I mean, I how big are these cases, though? That's the <clears> thing. It, it, I, we're thinking we'd have lots of cases, right? Not just one massive sprawling case. So it, it feels I mean, right that maybe it is quite a quick paced thing in some regards. I mean, L.A. Noir is done in, you know, what is it, 20 levels, I think it's done. like, uh, And they're yeah. 20 different cases. One of them is... Uh, much more connected than others, sure. But um, 
I mean, they're 20 good cases rather than 100 quick solve cases like Papers, Please. Mm. Maybe it could just be, this is the game and it's got this case. This case is quite a long case and this is the game. And then later on, oh, we've got another case. It's the case of the heebie-jeebies. Do you want to play this one? Uh, <laughs> the worst case of them all. You just, the, you one just, that, you, the one he couldn't solve. Yeah, the, the, you, just, you just play a case and it's just the game is, maybe the game is just one really fucking good case. Maybe it's fucking five maybe it's set, really good cases. Maybe it's set in the Mushroom Kingdom. Maybe it's Mario and he's just stumbled say, into the princess's chamber. I, so I apologize for the, the mouse clicking that someone might hear in this. I was looking at footage for Detective Pikachu like it's very much like Babby's first CSI. It's it's what you've described here, but with Pokemon and like fun cases. Like, why did the Apom steal my apple? And it's like, it's, oh, let's yeah. solve it. But you get case notes, you get lists of cases that you're solving. But there is a free roam option that like, where you go around and you you sort of run around. But you I mean, do yeah, go to the crime scene, collect the data, Phoenix you then Wright review does the, that as well. The case notes, like I, I think, yeah. you know. The like in this, the gameplay is quite light in terms of what you do, but it's all still there. It's just very like mm. brought back down a bit, and I think the simplified version of that could still work. Um, but I still, yeah, I still yeah, like I, the yeah. fact that I, I like the idea of going to collect the evidence, and you only you can only use what evidence you end up collecting. And if you miss something, you miss something because that's what would happen. Like that's it's the cause and effect. If I miss. You know, I missed the mm. murder weapon. I never know what the murder weapon is. See, well, I, yeah, I do, I'm, but I'm, you know. I, I like the idea of that, but I also feel like there's a missed opportunity to be like you're presented with stuff. Uh, maybe you can still go to the crime scene. You can have a look around, but it's not your job to take the pictures. There's a there's a photographer who does that, and it's not your mm. job to do the blood splatter analysis. That's someone else's job. You are the director. You get given this information, but then it gives an opportunity for someone to fuck with that information like maybe one of them is the killer oh my god or that they're just <laughs> incompetent and you've got a you've got a sort of i think that's more likely <laughs> yeah adjust for you get all the information given to you and you you just have to piece it all together and it's that yeah that, you know you string well, it mean, together if, that links if, with that when, when you, you look, look at the works. pictures when you look at the pictures maybe you have this weird ability where, yeah, you look at the pictures. I think Hannibal does this actually, where he looks at a couple of pictures and then suddenly he's in the scene and he's watching it play out. Maybe in a snapshot. Um, maybe when okay. you are like first in the division read through, yeah, in like in the division with the echoes. I think they're called echoes. Maybe yeah. when you look at the interview log, the first time you read it, instead of it just playing on your desk and you're just sat there looking around waiting for the tape to finish, you're sat in the room with them and you're just watching the interview play out. Um, mm. and maybe it, like, it's just a detective with a overactive imagination. Sure. But I, I yeah. think that could be a cool way of doing it. Like, like seeing the pictures and then suddenly piecing together the environment in which the murder happened. Mm. And yeah, maybe that's, that's just a way that you could look around it or you could just look at the pictures or you could I just do, listen to the love, log. Love the idea that you could like pop a videotape in and you start watching the screen, but then the camera goes into the TV and yeah. you're in the scene. You're like, yeah. you're you embody whatever's going on and that can play out. <coughs> I don't I think, know I think how really scripted everything should be. How that, do you mean? Like, as in, is the evidence that's given to you final or can you say, if you say go into the TV, go into the interview and you play the interview as in I think you play the person interviewing and that affects the evidence or is the evidence set? 
I think the evidence is what's in the case file, right? Like, I don't think if, okay. if someone says this is the murder weapon, that's final. I think it's like you look at the pictures or you go examine the scene, you know, mm -hmm. it post uh, past tense. Um, mm. And then you're like, there's a thing down there. I can see it in the edge of this picture. Uh, or there's this person said this thing or... You know, there was a video of the crime scene and I can see in one frame, you go through it frame by frame and you're like, in one frame, I can see this thing. Uh, and that's how you link stuff together, right? Like, <sighs> it, it, it was reminds me actually a lot of, it reminds me a lot of her <laughs> I'm story gonna get married as well, <laughs> you know, um, where her, her story, story yeah. was, was this video database where every video exists in the game from the very beginning. And what you do is you search for particular keywords. Like if you watch a video and then someone says the name of someone, you can search Jason and then six other videos will come up and you watch all those videos and more keywords come up and you're trying to figure out what her story is. Um, and maybe it's done in that way where everything is available to you straight away and mm. it's just finding the correct things. And I think that could be really cool. It, it it does frustratingly get rid of, you know, that whole time progression thing where you mark stuff as cold cases, you come back to them later. But I like the idea that you are just a 2020s detective looking at cases from 50 years ago and you're just examining what it was like at the time. Like at the time, they mm. didn't have these things. They marked it as this dude did it. And then you're suddenly like picking things apart, putting things together. Maybe the satisfying moment, like you were saying with Oberdin, where you get three and it then ticks up and it's really satisfying boom, boom. maybe mm. the satisfying thing is when you have this case file it's set in stone they've got the killer they've got the person they're saying like yeah it absolutely was this person but then you link two things together that is a massive contradiction the entire case file fucking empties and you're like shit okay i've now got a blank file to then fill in the correct information and it's like mm. fucking awesome i can actually build the correct <laughs> case and oh i, I, I love the idea that when you're going through these cases, you would see notes written by the people that collected the evidence yeah. or from the other detectives. Yeah. So you'd find a post-it note going, what the fuck is this? Or, or the, like you can have these simultaneous narratives happening. You've got these yeah. cops, these cops that you start to identify with. Exactly. Coming People up disagreeing in with each other and having rivalries, or and then being like, "Oh, I went out with Barry last night," and then you look at their the other cold case, and it's like, "Oh yeah, I went out with that uh, with that guy, and that that was nice." Yeah, like, having maybe this, like you yeah. could have this whole There's interweaving like this story. Detective Barry, he's got this really fucking awful handwriting, and when you see he's he's signed off on a case, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, for fuck's like, sake, oh, Detective yeah. Barry again," or like he always, you know, he always makes a mistake. Or maybe there's this dude mm. who is very, very effectively cleaning stuff up and like trying to cover up some shit. And you're like, that's it. I yeah. fuck it, it, it. And you get a case later on. You're like, fuck, Detective Gary is carrying this one. <laughs> then we know this <laughs> oh, is related Gary. in some way. Oh, not Barry. And then Sorry. you can just call up all the detective. <laughs> no, this is a separate character. Uh, like Detective Barry has the bad handwriting. Detective Gary, he's corrupt. Um, mm. So, so what then about you Larry? Just, then you got Detective Larry comes in, and he's like, "No, Larry's Larry's the good guy. He's like the guy that helps you throughout the entire thing. He's got the best handwriting. He, you know exactly that what he if he's put it in there, you can trust his intuition because Larry, he's a he's a top guy. But yeah, the moment you pick up a case and you can see Detective Gary pick this up, you're just like, "Fuck, okay, I'm gonna have to call up all the other Gary cases to like see." If there's a link, why are all of these being covered up in some way? And then it yeah. ties together into one 
mega story. I think that's is that the name of the game? It's Detective Gary, Gary. Barry, and Larry. The the, the, <laughs> the Gary Chronicles. The Ga- so okay, like I feel like we we've maybe moved away from what we were where we were right, initially, yeah. but but also we've come to so many different ideas that this could just be lots of different. I don't know. Like, w- w- Tom, can you give us a rundown of where we are right now? I can give you a rundown of where we were because I I, I do want to stress <laughs> the original idea is still very cool and I think it can work in some form. It's just we've Stash gone, still we've, sitting next to you. Yeah, she is. Uh, we've gone down <laughs> the, this the path. The gun is under the uh, uh, under the desk, pointed at his yeah. crotch. Um, so the original idea was, yeah, you, you are a 1950s detective. You've got certain tools at your disposal so you can look at these cases, pick up evidence, scan them in a certain way. But you get mm-hmm. to a point where you're like, I can't progress any further with this case. So you progress through time, get more technology, get more information. And eventually these cold cases that you've marked that are unsolvable become solved. Maybe some solved cases have contradictions so now they have to be resolved with the new information and you progress through time with new amounts of technology i think it could be a really cool historical look at you know how how the justice system worked as well like you know you go through the 70s you're like what the fuck they this was a thing this was allowed and it could be like quite an educational cool game with some actually cool cases in there as well uh, Chris, what before I carry on? We completely forgot about the comparison of what we were talking about to the Wolf Among Us. The Wolf Among Us. Yeah, do you know the Telltale uh, fantasy detective game? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what, what because the link like is. Oh, well, no, we're talking about early on. Sorry, this is back when we were talking about point and click and how, like, you go to the crime scene, you click yeah. to walk around, right. you collect the yeah, evidence, yeah. and you can only <clears throat> make assumptions based off the evidence you've got, and that in, that in, uh, affects how people talk to you, how what you say to them, and their reactions also affect answers you can and questions you can ask. Sorry, that just came into my mind because I was just trying to think of <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a point and click detective <laughs> game. Right? I will not remember this. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that's a point and click detective game, right? Like uh, it exists. Uh, you know, murdered sole suspect. It's the same thing. Um, the game we've ended up with, I think, is is well, at least the game I'm at now is one in which you are solving cold cases. You know, from 50 years ago, you're seeing these characters show up in detectives in maybe suspects, they keep recurring. And you just have this case file that you are papers please style making contradictions and tearing the case apart mm-hmm. to build it back up again uh, in, in the correct form with modern information. Um, and I, 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 think it's, I think it could be really cool. I think there's the Oberdin's thing where you can jump into the scene and see it for the very first time, watch the interviews as they happen. Maybe they've got like this arrest record and you see when this dude was arrested. Uh, you know, I, I think it could be a really cool thing. And maybe at the end, if you get the correct answer, Professor Layton comes out and he like looks at you, <laughs> then he zooms in a little bit and he gives you a thumbs up. And it's like, oh, that's so satisfying when Professor Layton thumbs star. you up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really feel like this. De- I know it's it's not as like it's not as exciting and kind of romantic as the like the the LA noir style or the detective kind of investigating out on the street thing. But I feel like that has been done a lot. And this this very mm. detail heavy. You're That's what in, I mean. It's, you're it's, in the station it's so looking unique, at the case. I think. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. That in in its in its minimal form, which is what it is. It's, it is a very minimal form. Like you're not going around picking up evidence, you're not interviewing suspects and having a 400-page script for this game just for one interview. It's mm. it's very minimal, and I think it can work. I think it can work in a really cool way, and and I think that's what I like about it is that I I, I can imagine playing it and it actually working. Yeah. It sounds yeah. kind of 
boring, I suppose. Are you just sat at a desk just looking through cases? It sounds boring. Yeah, like but- detective sim. You can walk, you can pace around your room. You know, <laughs> if it is set in the 70s, you've got a cigarette on Smoke the go. A cigarette, it's all a yeah. bit, yeah. Yeah, have a coffee, some whiskey, bump some cocaine, and you're off. Yeah, so you both have cocaine at the same time. Yeah. So, Chris, how are you feeling about this this vision of the game? So, this version, I, I was imagining you- that I could, like, I would see this on phones as well. Um, oh, what, like yeah. the room? Yeah, you could easily put this on a phone. I mean, if, if it's just mouse, you just replace mouse with a finger. Yeah, um, and you know, why are you laughing? Um, uh, and <laughs> Yeah, I think it could be a good, you know, I'm going to solve a case on the way to work today if you, you know, could leave your home. Um, but, you know, it's a good commute <laughs> game. It's a good casual game and it could attract mm. a lot of different people to it. Uh, and also, in terms of monetization, you can just sell cases on a case-by-case case basis or like a exactly. collection. Monetization, it's all about. Very nice. Um, I like the simplified version. Off. I'm still a fan of the more complex, like, thorough... I'm going to set this cold and then 10 years later, I can now revisit this with new... I really like that still. Yeah, um, yeah, I do too. Because I think it is more more realistic. Again, realistic doesn't make it better. It, it, you know, it still needs to have functionality that makes sense. Uh, I'm still rooting for Toad. the Mario Bros. Detective Agency. Yeah, Mario Bros. <laughs> uh, because I think that would be fucking hilarious. Um, because Luigi is number one. And Waluigi <laughs> would be the Zodiac Killer. Right. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. And Wario is like Ted Bundy. Yeah. And you know, you you see, dry bones is the body. Maybe you've got I like an know, interview maybe. report. <laughs> and Yoshi, how did he die? Mario, when he chucks him, when he jumps off of him and leaves him to fall to his death. You've got like an interview report, James. and the name is always redacted. You're trying to figure out who they're interviewing, but then you look at one of the responses. Wow. <laughs> uh, he was on. He was on mushrooms. Fucking mm. <laughs> hell. James, <laughs> how are you feeling about this at the moment? You seem to be I mean, more... We, we came to it late, but the, the idea mm-hmm. that you're just in this room and you're going through the cases and that you can have simultaneous narratives with the evidence, like written notes and things like that, I think is really nice. I still think there needs to be something to get you out of the room, be it cinematics where you can go into the TV or you can watch the story play out as Tom described with you know the series of images, sounds and things. You know, you almost need your imagination to get to help the player a bit, yeah. Lift them out of the page, I think. Yeah. But I'm sure that's totally solvable, and I'm sort of digging it. Yeah, I'd love to do detective sim and sit in the room and sort of solve these cold cases. I really, I like it I, a lot. I, I really, like, I feel like it's not. Um, I feel like it is very complex, or it can be in terms of all the all the details that you're having to deal in ter- with. In terms of its writing and and planning how the cases all if they do even fit together you know it's not a small task by any means i mean imagine doing that plus adding 20 different crime scenes that you can walk around and take the you know it's a huge game even when you're in just the room on your own the the writing would have to be so compelling and the the actual puzzles that you've got to solve what the cases are i feel like i don't think they need to be necessarily jonathan creek Style cases. <laughs> I think. I think it's the the, but, um, the biggest challenge for the game to be is, interesting. is. I don't think it's necessarily writing the cases. I feel like most detective things are written backwards, where you have the final case and then you write it backwards. How did this thing get here? How did this thing get here? And you write it, and then yeah. maybe you come up with a false 
case and and whatever. Mm. Maybe I I think the 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 tr- the struggle will be guiding the player without letting them know they're being guided, right? Like mm. the, the, it needs to be quite a firm linear path to get to the end in in a sense, but it's also without you know having the manuscript flashing on the page and you're like oh i guess i need to look at this now and then something else <laughs> flashes up and it's like oh i need to look at this too i guess this well, is presum- the path. presumably they could look at any case file at any time you know if they've got That's 20 I mean. boxes if it's too open it then people yeah. get people get lost in in the yeah. how wide the game is right so you might just get a, a box delivered <clears throat> at the convenient times i suppose Be well like, got a new case for you or is it a case of no, here are all the cold cases. You can pick them off the shelf. Yeah. I mean, I, I, what I mean is that you don't want a moment where the case feels lost and then someone comes through the door and is like, hey, by the way, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the murder weapon that we've been me. looking for. Like that Rick and Morty <laughs> yeah, thing where he just comes in like, oh. I mean, I think, okay. yeah, it would, need, it would need the game constantly giving you little breadcrumbs, I guess, or, to, or little just reinforcements of like, hey, you're on the right track. Or you're doing it needs the right to thing. feel like don't you worry. solved it. Hey, buddy, you're Good doing job. all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think that's like we can't go any further because I feel like we could just talk about so many different iterations of this game in so many mm. ways for hours, kind of like the last one we did. But um, uh, I, f- I feel like a, det- a detective, very detailed, driven like office game or case game where you're just looking at the cases and putting everything together, like. Sound- sounds great. I feel Super like Mario Bros. Detective mm. Agency. I feel like what we've done here is like. Tash has come to us with a with a really cool solid idea, and then we've become Ubisoft, mm. and we've said like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll purchase that." You put some towers yeah. in that you and can then we climb. We filled up. it with monetization and like, and, <laughs> and also it down. Ubisoft. Ubisoft has already made a Mario game, so it's perfect. Mario nice. Rabbids Detective Agent. Yeah. The Rabbids are the ones who are getting killed, right? <laughs> and we have to solve out why. Because you can mutilate those little fuckers all you want. Ubisoft don't care. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Just cut it. Just cut it. Just cut. So, um, when this goes on Twitter, can you have just that segment? You can mutilate those fuckers all you want. They don't care. (laughs) No context. Yeah. Okay. That sounds perfect. Um, Chris, thanks very much for that. Um, No problem. I guess. I guess we'll um we'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, three of us will. One of us might be in prison. Um, thank you everyone. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Until until then, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 Look, I just say what everyone else thinks, okay?